welcome to session 10. Today we're going to talk about college credit in high school. There are four different ways for kids to get college credit. They can go on site or online with a university directly. They can take AP classes. They can take college content from a teacher right on campus, or they can CLEP test. So college credits become a very big thing. These are all four very distinctively different ways to get credit. I want to compare those ways you can get credit, not just on the content, because the content does range greatly between AP and CLEP, for example, and it also is different in what you expect out of the class. So this should be an interesting session for folks, and it's going to be all about how high school kids can get college credits. So let's start with the most authentic way for a student to get college credit. The most authentic way to get credit is actually go to the campus and take a class during their school day or at a time that is offered on campus. And again, they will follow the campus rules of they meet three times a week for 50 minutes. It's the most authentic for multiple reasons because they're actually going to be with other college students generally in a lecture setting or a large classroom setting with a college professor who's going to treat them obviously no different than any other students. So it's a really authentic experience. Um, they will get to learn what a lot of us have learned. Um, there's an old joke about teaching and it says elementary teachers love kids, high school teachers love content, and college professors love themselves. And so they'll get some of those rare experiences where the professor wrote the book and reads the book and very multicultural opportunities. So it is a truly authentic way to get credit. The downside to it is transportation. Hopefully the parent allows the student to transport themselves. Hopefully that it works within the schedule. That's another issue not only the timing of the class and the day and the other classes they have in high school, but also remember that no high school schedule, regardless of semester, trimester, block schedule, whatever, is going to ever match up to the college schedule. The colleges generally start in early August and are done in mid-December. Don't start up until January, and then in January they finish in early May. So they're always going to be different in schedules, and we'll have to work around that. But going on campus is a great way for a student to really get an authentic experience. The second way now is students take online classes. And again, online classes are not authentic because you're generally not with the teacher. You're not sitting with the other students. It is a way to get college credit. I will tell you, in my opinion, it's the worst way to get college credit. My experience with online students are they tend to be A, B, or F are the grades. Students are either self-motivated or not self-motivated. 
Those who aren't self-motivated don't do well on online, online classes at all. So I don't really like online, but it's become popular. It's easy. It can be accessed at any time, any place by a student. So it is an option. I think it's the worst option to get college credit in. The next option is for a student to take a college class on your campus taught by your teachers. The key there is to get a teacher who is certified by the college because they have changed their certification requirements to teach a college class. Essentially, you need a master's or you need a certain number of hours in a content area to be certified by the college to teach that. Then you have the mechanics of paying for the student, working with the college for credits, and there's a lot of communication and often contractual obligations you have to deal with. But the plus side of that college credit is it is the best way for a student to be successful because they're with one of your teachers who knows them and knows the rules and guidelines. It's easy to set up in your schedule, but it is also one of those situations where it's not very authentic. It's a high school class that's teaching harder content that gets approved by the college for college credit. Generally, the college has criteria, especially an exam that everybody has to take and be successful in. But in regards to the percentage of students who are successful, it's probably the most successful way for a student to get college credit. The next option is AP testing. Advanced placement by the college board has been around for a long time. They have 38 different classes. This is by far and away the most challenging content a high school offers. College courses taught on campus are not as hard as AP classes. Advanced placement classes are the most challenging content. That's why they're scored one to five and five being the highest. And colleges take those scores and use them to grant credit based on if you get a three is generally passing. If you get a four, you might get additional credit. If you get a five, you might get additional credit and move to the next level. But AP is by far the most challenging content. In a semester or even in a trimester class, schedule, most of those classes run all year long, which is far more time than a college class. Generally, college classes taught on campus run a semester. Normally, in a trimester, a college class might be two trimesters, but an AP would run all three. There are multiple APs that don't need to go all three, but generally speaking, when people do them, they use a winter-spring trimester to do those classes because all of the testing is done in mid to late May. And so you use the two winter-spring to get kids ready for those tests. 
and they're graded one to five. It's a one-shot, one-day test. There's no makeup. There's no homework, nothing. It is a truly a test-out scenario. If you're unsuccessful on it, there are no retakes, and it's one of the ways that your kids can get the most challenging content possible. It also takes the most instructional time to do those. So AP is an excellent way to challenge kids on your campus, but it's also very much a roll of the dice on a one-day test that is really difficult. And it's very similar to an ACT, where it's designed to sort out and separate students based on content knowledge. And so the fourth way to get college credit is to CLEP test, the college level examination program that's been around for about 50 years. And they have 34 different courses, basically all of the common, what they call requireds when you go to college. But they also have foreign language, they have business, and multiple classes. They have 34 of them. These classes are not necessarily taught in school, but if you have, for example, an advanced biology class, you could very much teach that class content to be similar to what the CLEP test would ask for. And students' culminating experience, their final exam might be the CLEP test. It's slightly cheaper than an AP test, and it is very much multiple choice all the time with the exception in foreign language and a writing component, sometimes in English. But it is a multiple choice test. The students can go to about 2,000 different sites in our country. Almost every community college and university have a testing center where they do CLEP testing. I really like CLEP testing because the students go there when they're prepared. You set the time and schedule. So you could have a class for a semester long and students at the end of the semester can set up to go test and see if they can get their credit. They are generally scaled between a 20 to 80 point scale. If you get a 50 on the test as your scaled score, that is considered passing and you get your college credit immediately. And it's transferable to virtually any university. CLEP test is a great way to get it. It was designed initially for military people coming home from services to jumpstart them in the college world to get through their required classes. It is used often for schools if they have foreign language programs because it has a really nice component where if you score very high in it, you can get 12 to 16 credits of foreign language by doing their testing. I'm a big fan of CLEP testing. Again, because of its flexibility, you choose when to test, and you also set the place where you test, and you can have content in high school taught at a level that's college level that if they unsuccessful on a CLEP test, when they go off to college, they've been prepared for the college level content. They're just retaking the class, essentially. 
So I really like clep testing. The downside to clep testing is that if you're unsuccessful, you have to wait three months to take the test again. But at least there is a retake where there is not in AP. So clep testing is, a, is the least used, least known about, and underused opportunity that schools have to get students college credit. They have a wide range of courses. It is taught at the rigor and content level of a basic college class, not at the rigor level of an AP, and it's not in your schedule where you have to have a teacher who meets all the criteria to teach for the college, and you're not paying the college for the opportunity for kids to take the class. So CLEP testing is underused, and needs to really be looked at by schools as an opportunity to get kids college credit. For example, if you have an honors government class, the final exam could be the CLEP government class test and give kids the college credit. So I really like this opportunity and I think it needs to be looked at a lot more in schools. So let's end this podcast with a sum up of what the options are. Obviously going on campus gives the kid the most authentic experience for instruction and atmosphere. The issues there are really simple. It's schedule and timing of the class. The other option of taking classes online from a university is the easiest way for a student to get access and work into your time schedule but by far the worst option for instruction. It really is a tough way. As I said, students get A's, B's, and F's. There are very few C's or D's. They either are self-motivated or not. The third way is AP. One day, one test, a grade of one through five, three being a passing grade. There are a lot of options. Not all of them require an entire year of instruction but the major core ones do. The other option with AP also is that it is quality instruction. It is by far the hardest content at the college level that we can offer our students. An AP English class is way more difficult than a 100 level college English class. So the course is challenging, the content takes a long time, it's a one-day, one-time test, your top students can perform and do perform. Your students who are going to college and not necessarily at the AP level, they're going to really struggle, especially in things like physics and calculus and those types of APs. The last option is to make your instruction in an honors type course geared towards a CLEP exam. The CLEP is the level of a 100 level class at college, so it's not at the AP level. The students can retake the test three months later, but you can schedule the test when it works in your time schedule, in your yearly calendar. I really like CLEP testing. It is the least used of all for college credit, but the most accessible and 
the college content can be taught in an honors level class where the teacher doesn't have to meet all the college criteria. So this would be an excellent observation for you is to look at these different types of coursework and explain this to your 10th grade students who are going into their junior and senior year about the types of college credit available. Don't expect that mom and dad understand or know these because most likely they don't. They do want their kids to get college credit and they want the teachers to help them get that. But I think you need to explain the options and tell folks why you choose how you offer college credits to students. Why does your district use one of these four, all of these four, or what your combination is and why? Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, as usual, you can contact me at trimesters.org. It's mwesterberg at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. 